This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey friends, welcome back to episode 61 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Gingrich, an operations expert and mentor for aspiring operators out there. So wanted to let you guys know that this you're in for something great today. This is something that was a profound movement, motion, and thought that came over me a few years ago, of course, through good, good old-fashioned heartache and one of those just like aha moments. And that's what I'm sharing with you today. If you are taking the risk yourself to run a business, bring in the revenue that you want, work with the people that you want to be working with, then you are on the path or the search to really doing work, serving people who are in integrity with yourself. When I say in integrity with you, I mean the people who are in alignment with you, the people who are the easiest to serve. So with that, today I have got something great for you. Every single time I talk about this to my students, to an audience, to really anybody, I get lots of ahas, like big eyes open up. I see shoulders relax. I see people's brains start to work. So this is something that every single person needs to hear, specifically those people who are running their own businesses and are in this service provider space. You are providing a service to other people and getting paid for that. So, alrighty, let's dive in. Today is all about, do you want to build a business based off of fame or impact? Now, I want you to stop right there. Usually when I say this, everyone says, ooh, fame. Fame is not intended to be a negative thing. And throughout this podcast today, I'm going to talk to you guys about what the benefits of both of those are, because each of them independently is a fantastic and profitable, can be profitable way to go about business. But I want you to figure out what kind of person you are, and then you're going to reverse engineer that to finding the type of clients that match that. So let me get us started off today with a little story. I had just left my corporate career. I was starting this new business as the Ops Authority. Actually, at that point, it was underneath my personal name. I was spending way too long trying to figure out what the perfect name was going to be. So I just took the plunge, got in there, started with my personal name, which was nataliegingrich.com, and I started serving people. That's what came really natural to me. And I knew at the bottom of this, I needed to bring in income. So what does that mean? And you guys have probably been there too. I needed to bring in income for my family. So that meant that 
I did the least amount of marketing that I could possibly do. And I worked with people who were coming to me, people who I had networked with. This didn't mean that I was in my highest level of of integrity because I was really working with anybody that could pay me. So of course, I don't tell you to do that today. Now I've put in systems and processes and I have experience to make sure that I'm working with the right people. But at this point, I'm telling you guys a story and this is true. This is exactly the path that I took that led me to this profound idea. But But at this point, I was working with almost anybody, at least people who seemed on the surface level that they would be a good fit for me. And I'm a people person. If you guys follow and and understand and, and know the Enneagram, I'm a two. I love me some people. It also means that I love serving people in lots of capacities. So to fall in love with a client, even if it wasn't the perfect client or the best client, was not abnormal. It's still not abnormal. Like I love people. So I had gotten into business. I was working with maybe not the most ideal people, and I would fall in love with them fall in love with their missions, fall in love with the ability that I could, the impact that I could make in their businesses. And of course, I was getting results because I love what I do and I was pouring myself into it. After a while, I started to feel like I wasn't a match or I wasn't making the right kind of difference in their business. And so there was just this feeling that was over me and I could easily liken this to, I wasn't in the right place. This wasn't the right client. Maybe I wasn't good enough. Maybe all of the things I thought I was good at was really a joke. So I started to tell myself all of these stories. And like any analytical person would do, I sat back and I really tried to figure out, I was going to bed really picking these thoughts apart, like what is going wrong? Because I'm I'm a perfectionist. I want to continuously get better and be in better integrity with myself. And so when I really looked at what was wrong, I started to question, was it the avatar that I was serving, the person I was serving? Is it the personality of the person? Is it that I was making a shift in business? Was it that I was growing and maybe I was leaving these clients that I was serving? Maybe they were the old client that I was serving and I needed to up-level the client. All of these things were the thoughts that were going through my head and that's what I was deeply analyzing. I was connected to the work, but it was in conflicting ways. And I'm going to specifically reference one client that I worked with. Honestly, she has turned in to be one of my most favorite, deepest, I would almost say best friendships. Yes, we met online, not dating like, but our businesses merged together online from two online profiles, personalities. We became one unit where I was serving her business, helping her to develop her mission, executing on her vision. Exact same thing I'm doing today, but something started to feel wrong. Again, we were still connected to our work, but we were conflicting now. We had worked together long enough to where I'd started to see a pattern of where we were going in different paths. Here's what it broke down to. And this took a lot. I mean, I'm simplifying this and making this a very short story. But in reality, when I boiled this all down, she wanted fame and I desired impact. So today we're gonna be talking about what is it that you want? How are you built? 
Are you someone who desires fame to work with people who desire fame? Do you want fame or is it impact? I'm going to tell you that when you have this conflict, even though you can be great friends, have a great personality match, feel in integrity in serving this person, if there is a conflict like this where fame and impact are competing against one another, you're going to reach stagnation. You can also get yourself into a place of resentment and even frustration. Like I told you, those doubts I was having as I was putting myself to sleep, am I in the right place? Am I serving the right people? Those things can come up. As we move forward in this podcast today, I'm going to give you, quote unquote, the test that you can use in your discovery process. I'm obviously here to help you guys to learn from the things that I have grown and gone through, but I also want to make this literally not even a possibility for you. So by going through, by starting your process off, and even as early as in the discovery phase, I want you to understand how to give yourself, quote unquote, the test to understand if you're talking to somebody who desires fame versus impact. But before you can even get to that point, you've got to reflect on this yourself. This is probably a pretty quick guttural yes or no to those two options, but I want you to think about it. I want this to be deeper than that instantaneous result that you get when I mention those words. Because Fame tends to have a negative connotation, and I hope to debunk that during this podcast, but you are going to figure out if you want fame or if you want impact. And again, I see them as equal. The only thing that matters is what is most important to you, and we're going to deep dive into this. But once you understand what this looks like, you can use it in your discovery calls. You're going to use that same language on your website, on your social, on your sales pages. You want this to be reflected. And you're not going to use the words fame and impact. You're going to come up with other words. But in your messaging, you want this to be consistent. Because remember, you're going to assess for yourself what you desire. And then you're going to attract, want to attract people who desire the same thing. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in that place of conflict, just like I was, where I was in love with the business, in love with the person, enjoyed the client. But my I was not able to be instrumental in the ways that I want to be because we had this conflict. Alrighty, let's dive into fame. So what does someone who desires fame want? Well, they're typically masterful marketers. They have the ability to influence people to sell quite easily. They like a wide audience. They like talking to lots and lots of people. They like volume. They are generally motivated by money. They are quick thinkers. They are self-focused. And when I say self-focused, this doesn't mean like self-absorbed. This doesn't mean anything negative like that. It means that these people are focused on themselves to sell the product. They are the brand. Their face is typically very easy to see and identify. They are selling themselves. That At the end of the day, they are selling themselves and they enjoy the spotlight. So being the face of the brand comes very, very easy to them. On the impact side, we're looking at people who desire, who are deeply motivated by transformation. So they want to be a part of someone's journey. They want to teach a transformation. They are thoughtful. They probably move slower and have a deeper 
relationship with their audience versus that volume or that wide that we were talking about with fame. They like to sell duplicatable processes. They not only sell, they even follow processes. And so that in turn means that they are incredible thought leaders. They have some great intellectual property or they are selling a method. So just using those very high level descriptions, if I had to boil this down, fame is looking at more of being a spotlight and selling other people through the example of this person, okay, of the identity of the leader. Impact is selling transformation, selling an outcome through intellectual property, through a proven process. So as you can tell, both of them are great. There is not one that is right or wrong. I'm going to tell you, people who are agents, let's think about a sports agent or a celebrity agent, they desire fame. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that craft. But the people who want to come in and serve and literally be that service agent, provide services to someone famous, they align with that. They align with that lifestyle, with that thought process. They are fully bought in to helping that person gain the most exposure through their work. On the impact side, I'm going to make this easy, and and we could talk about all the different ways that we make money in online business and small business, but I'm going to talk about sports agents for the fame side, and on the impact side, I'm going to talk about an executive director of a nonprofit. We all know that nonprofits, most nonprofits are here because they want to create transformation with their audience. So an executive director who comes in to help set that up make that possible, create the systems and processes, they do that because they're looking for thoughtful transformation. Even though those two examples that I just shared with you are very, very different, they do, both fame and impact do have some things in common. At the end of the day, they both have the ability to end up with a great amount of profit. In both cases, an individual can be the face of a brand. Both options require a significant amount of content and presence. So visibility is important in both of these. And then the last thing, and it's certainly not a comprehensive list here, but the last thing I'm going to mention is they both have belief behind them. The person that desires fame and the person that desires impact, they both want change. They both have incredible belief in themselves to be out there to create an audience, to sell, to serve to their respective audiences. So even though they can be different, they also have lots in common. One other thing I wanna point out is if somebody desires impact, I see lots of impact. I'm gonna use Brene Brown as someone who desires impact. So she was a researcher, is a researcher, and she has a significant background in, in social work. So that's her training. That's her passion. She did not enter this world thinking that she was going to be the author, to be one of the biggest, most profound TEDx speakers. That was never her idea. She didn't see herself as being famous. She saw herself as helping individuals to see their greatest potential. To be able to do the work, the inner work, 
that resulted in the outcome that we desire. In being so committed to that transformational work, she then turned into a celebrity. So you can see there can be an intersection of someone who comes up in the impact world that then turns into fame, turns into the face of her brand. And the reason that happens is the number of people that she was able to influence, to impact, got huge. So with greater volumes comes the ability for her to be in the spotlight, which is one of the key characteristics of fame. And what allowed her to get there was her intellectual property, her ability to be a thought leader. Now, when I reverse this and we start talking about fame, I want to give some entrepreneurial examples of people who desire fame. So this isn't going to be particular or specific to one person, but I'm going to talk about Instagram influencers. So if you're working with somebody who wants to be an influencer, that's the word that they use. They are looking for spotlight. They're going to require themselves, whatever is inside of them. It's typically personality-based, but they are looking at their personality to generate an income. They have to be the spotlight of that brand, and they're likely, think about the people on Instagram, that, that desire this type of monetization. They may be into fitness one day, lifestyle one day, organization another day. There is not a consistent theme because really what they're selling is their personality and our personalities are multifaceted. So you may have a mom blogger, let's just say, who then as their kids grow up, they turn into a lifestyle blogger and then they turn into a travel blogger And I'm just picking on the blogging industry because this is so applicable. Lots of bloggers are selling their selves. They become a personality. They become an intangible and they're selling their personalities. Remember how I described fame, the spotlight focused on themselves. They can make quick changes. So they will... Also, like think again about the, I'm just, I'm picking on on Instagram. It could really be on any platform. But think about the person that has seven different offers that don't really tie together. This person is really selling themselves. They're wanting to cultivate an audience that is wide enough to where they can have different pockets buying different things. So that is another difference, but I hope that that has helped you to understand that there is really nothing wrong with either of these. I just want you, your ops activity for this week is to really reflect on this and start to understand what is it that you desire? What aligns deepest with you? Is it fame or impact? Think of yourself. Even if you don't wanna build a business that focuses and spotlights on yourself, which of these are in most integrity with you to support? Do you see yourself being that sports agent or do you see yourself helping other people and being happy to be a part of the transformation that people can make by utilizing somebody else's intellectual property, methods, systems? What is it that you enjoy most? So I want you to come to the Ops Insiders Facebook group. You can join us by going to theopsinsiders.com. You'll be routed to our 
private Facebook group. It is a place specifically for the listeners of this podcast so that we can have deeper conversations just like the one that we're having today. Just like, do you see yourself? And I want you to tell me in that group, do you see yourself being someone who wants to support fame or wants to support impact. Neither are wrong. It's not to say that what you do today will be what you will do for the rest of your life. But generally, we tend to be in one or the other camp. If you remember back to the beginning of the story when I was talking about the client that I had personally become super, super close with, but I was faced with not being able to make the kind of changes and difference in her business. She was resistant to the changes that I was suggesting, to the strategies that I was setting forward. And after a time, that gets very, very frustrating. And and hard. I was really reflecting like, man, what is happening here? What used to work is not working anymore. And at the beginning of that relationship, I saw myself, as I was reflecting, I saw myself at the beginning of that relationship being formidable to what she wanted and not really being in that zone of leadership, which is where I thrive. That is when I am in my most natural leadership state, when I am comfortable. So that's what caused me to start really looking at this and understanding how is this not feeling good after it felt so good in the past? When I broke it down, I had to do a lot of work. And this was not an overnight aha. This was many, many, many hours of belaboring why this felt broken when it used to feel so, so good. Well, guys, it felt good because I was getting a paycheck. I was being compensated, which solved my my greatest need at that time, which was to bring in income. Over time, the money didn't make sense. It wasn't enough in comparison to the emotions I was feeling. So when I pulled back those emotions, that's where this aha, that's where the study came from, which was fame and impact. She wanted fame and I wanted impact. So my strategies, the way I lead, the way I can be in integrity with myself was out of alignment with who she was. So I could not be, I was literally incapable of being my highest and greatest self and serving her vision in the best way possible. So it ended up where we had to take a break. We had a really honest conversation. There was no name pointing because neither of us are wrong. We're just different. And so this aha allowed me to navigate this conversation in a very open and easy, very natural way where we were able to part ways and I was able to replace myself with looking for the same skill sets that I possess but also bringing in someone who is more experienced and aligned with someone who desires to be in the spotlight. So it all turned out a-okay. And I wanna let you guys know, if you're in that situation today, this will be a great exercise for you to walk through. And then if you find yourself in a place where you need to have that difficult conversation, I'm gonna refer you back to episode number 59, where we talked about how to have that difficult conversation. Because this really is, a, it can be a gentle conversation, of course, after you have removed the emotion, but that's covered in episode 59 too. But you're able to break free from this And then the output of this is you need to make sure that your offers, your marketing, obviously the type of clients, the outcomes that you're going to give, and the way that you lead your team are under the filter of fame or impact. I believe that this is a huge, huge shift in the way that you can attract your best clients and do your best work. Make the biggest difference that aligns with you. 
And at the end of the day, if you are doing that kind of work, this will be the work that is just deeply, deeply fulfilling. You're gonna bring in the kind of money that makes you proud. You're gonna work with the people that are easiest to work with. And you, your heart is going to be in this for a really long time. I've said this so many times and I'm gonna continue to say, if you're a director of operations, if you're committed to being a director of operations, this is a career. This is not a pit stop. So doing this work of understanding, do you want fame or impact? It is so important for those of you guys who are really looking at a career in the service provider space. Alrighty, friends, I hope that this has been really, really, really helpful. If you would come back to theopsinsiders.com and share with us, which do you desire? Is it fame or impact? I will see you back here next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.